We are live. We are live. We are live. Welcome, Hi, welcome everybody. So this is episode twenty-seven. Uh, at home with the Fishers, starring Chris and Nicola Fisher, RPT. No, that's oh my Nicola's God. got a not got a RPT. Hey, an RPT as well, though. Nicola and Chris Fisher, RPT, and we have the beard times sixteen. Times sixteen. So welcome, Rich. It's great to have you with us. Yeah, good evening, Rich. How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're very welcome. So let's see who we've got on today in the chat. We've got the Flaming Turner. We've got Hi, Stace Nick. Makes, Ooh. Wayne the Wood Turner. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Stace. Uh, T plus G Making. Hi, guys. Um, who else have we got? Oh, we've got some guy called Steve Twidell as well. Hello, Stephen. There once was a Turner called Chris who couldn't even see his own fist. But his bowl gouge he takes and turns without any mistakes. Folk yeah. think he is taking the. And we've also got. Let's yeah. see who else is on here. Um, That's very funny, Steve. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I saw somebody else's name. Oh, we've got Scott who says he's getting there slowly. That's good news. But unfortunately, yeah. he's been watching daytime TV. Oh, stop That's it. That's not yeah. good news. Flipping out, you just make yourself feel worse. Um, we've got Wayne Bigfoot Woodcraft. Hi, Wayne. So we need to wish Valerie a very happy birthday. Many happy Hope returns. Hope you've had a great day today. Valerie. Um, AH Bespoke, Christine and Michael Hessel Times. Uh, Sneaks Wall Art. Um, he says... Am I in the right place? The beard time 16 sent me. Yes, you are. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Crafty Corner. Hi, Claire. Uh, Cy Smith. Hi, Cy. Make it so, Debbie Beardle. Hi, guys. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Debbie. Um, have I got everybody? Mark, Shop, Dog, Workshop, <laughs> Pyro. Oh, there's lots of names here that I've not come across before. Pyro Arts, Dave the Wood Barber. Hi, Dave. Leona Faye, Hi, Jen's guys. Woodworking well, and things. Well, a lot of them have come over yeah. to catch, uh, obviously, uh, Rich. Yeah, So thank you. Great. Yeah, that's really cool. Thanks, everyone, for coming over and supporting uh, not only not only us, but your dear friend, Rich, <laughs> who's, who's, uh, who's joined us. So can I just get, get something off our chest? Go on. 100 subscribers, folks. <laughs> Benchmark. Well done. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. That's amazing. So yeah, we're uh, we're, we're really really happy, and thank you all so very much. Yeah. For yeah. yeah. And it's uh, what I'm quite happy about as well is we've kind of done this podcast without really promoting it. I've not. I've just put like the thumbnail every Monday that says who's on the show. Yeah. But it's just everybody's just supported up and come along and. That's what's been really nice to me, that yeah. it's just happened organically. So today I did our custom URL. So we're now youtube.com forward slash C forward slash at home with the fishers. So, yeah. It's, not, it's almost <laughs> as bad as blue light turner making shavings. I know. You can't. You have to go with what your channel name is. I know, so, I um, But, yeah. Happy with that. So thank you, everybody. Anyway, so, yes, let's get back to our special guest. Yes, yeah, so our special guest today is Rich. 
Now, Rich was formerly a Brummie. Well, he's still a Brummie. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's no hiding. Yeah. Um, now lives in Dorset. Now, Dorset for me is um, T. Lawrence country. Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah close yeah. here. Yeah, so uh, I've spent, uh, I've had a few visits there. Uh, going around his house and all the different places. Mm. Um, so you're also a scout leader yep. um, and a maker. So let's start with the first question. And I think following our discussions, this could be an interesting one. Uh, why do you make? Uh, <clears throat> there's, there's loads of reasons why I make. Um, one, because I've always been a maker. I've always liked making things. Um, you know, I have all these ideas um, it, that pop into my head. Sometimes at night when I'm trying to sleep, these ideas come. So I have to act on it. And, you know, and I love to try new things. You know, there's always something new that I've never tried that I want to try. And that becomes another thing that I tackle. Um, secondly, um, one of the other reasons why I do what I do is for my own my own sanity, really. You know, getting out here and making things. Um, it kind of separates me from the real world, <laughs> you know, which is which is caring for the wife, which is actually in the chat here somewhere. All right. Shez, uh, where is she? Hiro. Hey, up, missus. How are you doing? She's called, uh, oh, how embarrassing, I forgot what she's called now. She's called... Um, Cheryl. Yes, Cheryl. No, no, I know her name. <laughs> I know her name. Fire Arts by Chess. sorry. But it's all right, she's changed it a couple of times recently and I, I, I can't keep up. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so yeah, she's here for insanity. <laughs> <laughs> um and i you know i just i like to um i like to inspire people i like people to be able to learn from something i've made or you know uh in any way that they can if it's copying something i've done or it's you know it's just influencing people into trying something new you know it's my thing try something new every single day yeah. you never know, you might be good at one of them yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I like that acrylic stuff that you were doing as well, the acrylic pouring. Uh, oh, yes, on that live, yeah. That was something new that I've not really tried. I've tried mixing um, resin in different colours and pouring it that way. Yeah. My neighbour next door, she says, well, why don't you try um, acrylic pouring? And uh, that was the first real time I tried it. So it kind of it turned out okay. But I learned a lot from doing that. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot of people in the chat that was like, "Well, you should do it this way." Uh, you know, there's a few, um, there's a few in the chat now that do it. You know, so I learned a little bit. Um, I don't think I've seen a video of anyone doing it. Uh, not you know the group of people that we know, but I've seen people on Instagram doing it, um, and it's just the process of doing it and how it works looks so fascinating. Mm. It's quite mesmerising watching someone do it as well. It is. I've I've watched quite a few different ones since doing that. Actually, since making those on that live, I've seen um, quite a few videos of people doing it. 
so yeah. that I've learned a lot from just watching. So I will get round to doing some more um, in the future. But at the moment, I've got about six or seven projects stacked up, ready. <laughs> so, so what yeah. do with things that you make? Do you sell them? No, no, no. I mean, there, there is a um, there's a place in Corfe Castle. I don't know if you've been to Corfe Castle. I've not, um, okay, but I've not been, I don't think. There's a little trinket shop, jeweler-type shop there that um have asked me to put a, a box of stuff together so they could put it in the cabinet and sell for me mm. but i don't i don't make things to sell really i mean if i'm getting a bit, a bit of money off that it will go straight back into my youtube journey because you know yeah. i have to um fund it myself or the wife helps me fund it <laughs> so you know but usually i don't make more than one item um because then i find it becomes a chore then yeah and then it's not enjoyable anymore because you know it's um it just becomes boring because it's the same thing over and over again yeah <clears throat> so um you got any questions i was just yeah yeah yeah, I'm, yeah I'm gonna go straight in there and okay, say go on what's the time 16 what's it all about oh, yeah. Yeah. right so the time 16 is um I'm, I'm quite aware and i've watched many many videos on youtube and i've been bored to death halfway through and i'll skip it to the end because i just want to see the end process mm -hmm. i've learned kind of what i want from someone going on and on and on and on boring the hell out of me mm -hmm. um so i thought well i'm going to times all my videos up by 16 so I keep the retention of the person. It's more interesting. They can see over a faster time period of what I'm doing and they'll more than likely watch the whole video. So it's literally time 16. Yeah. It, you know, the speed. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's of that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you, there's, I mean, there's loads of people coming onto the chat here. Um, the a new name to me. Um, then there's some people, Yvonne Westwood is new, Hi Rich and all. Um, there were a few, you know, back there. So th there's there's obviously a community that you're involved with. Um, what does that community give to you? What's how is it important to you? It's important to me. I mean, I love the maker community because. Everyone in the May community, maker community, is a like-minded person. Maybe they don't make anything, but they're really interested in things that, you know, things that are being made. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if there's anything that you're unsure of or you want advice on, you've just got to put it out there on the May community, whether it's, you know, the Facebook groups or just on Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Someone, there's hundreds and hundreds of years of experience just in this make community someone is going to have an idea of how to help you yeah you know? but then again i can give back that way as well by sharing my knowledge with people you know so so. How, how important is your youtube channel then to you in in terms of inspiring people and um sharing knowledge it's really important um i mean I do so many things. I mean, the, the the reason I don't call myself 
the beard would turn or, or somewhere like that, or don't put myself in a pigeonhole um, is so that I can try all different things. So I'll have a go at something. And then if it turns out, then I'll share it with people and I'll share the knowledge that I've learned by trying it. Mm. Um, as far as wood turning, I've been wood turning over 20 years wow. um, on and off. It's yeah. not 20 years in a row. Um, there's been there's been years when I haven't been able to afford a lathe, you know, mm. um, and I've tried all different types of lathes. So. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can share a bit of my my um knowledge as far as my experience with wood turning and things like that and carpentry yeah. and obviously metal fabrication as well that i do so yeah if i've answered if I answer the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tend to go off in on, on my own little yeah, uh, yeah that's what we want that's what definitely what yeah. we want um before we started we were talking about um you and chris and anxiety um, and obviously you're a full-time carer for your wife. So well, as as I've said um, so many times, whenever we ask makers, you know, why do they make? It's often to help with uh, anxiety or for their mental health. And, you know, again, this theme has popped up. Um, how, does, how does making help you? get through the day and what does it feel like when you're making and you're sort of stepping away from everything well it's it kind of resets your your mind your uh your mood uh, that you're in and, and whatever is trying to trigger your anxiety it kind of resets it and it it i wouldn't say it gets rid of it i would say it's it kind of pacifies it because you can take your mind away from that naturally onto concentrating whatever craft you're doing, things like wood turning and that it's dangerous. You know, you you need to focus on it. Um, and, and things like uh, Chris said earlier, the bandsaw, you know, it's, you kind of focus on what you're doing um, and you put everything else to the back of your mind. But it, I, I find it's really important to get out here a couple of days, a couple of hours a day, just to just to reset myself you know uh, and then when when then I'll go and wake the wife up um midday and I'm kind of reset you know so yeah. when, you know when she's when I've dealt with the wife and she's happy um because the wife she's a crafter as well she she does pyrography yeah you know so I, she'll say well can you go out and sand me this bit of wood so you know, I, I actually do come out here more than a couple of hours a day, you know. <laughs> so I think she's got like two or three projects on the go at a time. So I'm always out here sanding bits of wood for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it is really important as far as a mental health, um, you know, for your mental health, it's important to just step away and, you know. I'm just going to get a book. This is... Um... This is quite a well-known book, The Artist Way, um, and th this it's written by Julia Cameron. I think this has gone back, my copy is about 1990-something, 1995. Um, but she talks about filling the well, and it's sort of when you, you're having to do a lot of things or you're draining your energy, it's doing something that puts back in. And I suppose making for a lot of makers 
fulfills that function as well. Mm. Replenishing and, um, you know, you say resetting yourself. It's uh, it's like that filling the well. I think I think artists in general, we're all artists. You know, if you're a maker, you're you're, you're effectively an artist in whatever uh, medium that you're you're making in. Yeah. And I think looking through history, artists have always been a bit crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We're just listening to uh, a film actually on uh, Netflix by Willem Dafoe playing Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it at, at Eternity's Gate? I think it's called something like that. Mm. So it's not like Chronicles is descent into madness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's amazing how many so-called geniuses, you know, are walking that fine line between yeah. genius and complete lunacy. You know, so I, I like the fact that you know there's a bit of a, a lunatic in all of us, you know, although you can keep it under control and on the leash and you can channel it into your art and things, but I love the fact that everyone's got this, like, uh, you know, like the, the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder, and <laughs> oh, today, today I'm going to be a bit naughty, and that's yeah. you channel that into your work, and, you know, yeah. out in your work. It's like, uh, completely agree with you, Rich, you know, we're all artists and we're all a bit bonkers as well as very creative and uh you know free thinking but yeah i completely get what you said there you know (laughs) so um you said you you make all sorts of different things and you tend to do one thing and then do something else do you have anything that you love to make is there any type of um craft or what do you call them a discipline that you particularly enjoy um Wood turning, really. Wood turning is my main thing. Um, but then the, the the wood turning has kind of turned into carving as well, you know, and then it's gone. It's then branched out into resin because you can do wood turning along. <laughs> Sorry. You can, you can... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do wood turning alongside carving and alongside resin work it kind of all molds in together you know so you know it's mainly the wood turning thing um i think you need to tell us about the the resin what the resin i'm working on at the moment yeah. <laughs> well, you've got to share that it's not a secret project, is it, Rich? No, 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 no. I've put it. I'll put this on um, Instagram. <laughs> right. So, okay. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. Oh, ouch! All right. This is genuine, believe it or not. And many people probably haven't seen anything like this before. But this is genuine horse. Sorry, not horse. Genuine unicorn poop. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so that's all the unicorn poop, and this is all the uh, the, the funky uh, resin that's holding it all together. So this this is a project that I'm working on with uh, – it's a collaboration with Doug from the Pole Barn mm. Productions, um, but it's been giving me a few issues. 
Um, it's been driving me mad, actually. Um, so what, sorry to interrupt, just because obviously you know you're dealing with some blind slacker here. Right. Just describe what shape is is it, and how it mounted to the lathe. So it's it's um it's a basic bowl shape. It was a bowl blank. Right. Okay. Um, I've put a mortise in the bottom of it, just a normal mortise, yeah. and I've made a kind of bowl shape at the bottom. Right. Um, there is a sacrificial um, wood blank in the centre with a wormwood screw. Right. I've fixed it to the lathe with. So when this is dry, because I've put a load of OB shine juice and things like that on it, yeah. uh, I'll flip it around and I'll start taking the centre out of it. Right. But most of the centre is a sacrificial um, blank. Right. You know, a wooden blank. Mm. The, 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 the problems it's given me at the moment is because when Doug poured it and he, he stabilised the unicorn poop, um, there were still holes in between that and the resin that he was pouring somehow. I, I personally think it was methane maybe escaping that's created the bubbles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but i've overcome it by um a lot of sanding and a lot of polishing and a lot of filling up with super glue mm. i mean you can see the super glue it's gone white but i don't care you know it's going to turn out how it wants to turn out at the end of the day i'm not a professional with this sort of stuff so if it turns out nice and shiny then uh then i'm happy <laughs> yeah i think with these sorts of things that um how you want it to turn out? The the wood turning. Um, I wouldn't say the wood turning community, but I would say the wood turning oh, snobbery out there. And this isn't any of my community buddies. There are clubs and things like that, and there's old timer turners that are snobbish when it comes to wood turning things have got to be done right things you can't have a mortise left on the bottom of a pot you know you know it's all got to be turned off flush and it's got to be finished perfectly well i'm not about that mm. i'm far away from that if mm. people don't like what i make then they just don't look at it do they yeah <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah so you're a subscriber to the your workshop your rules sort of you know so what that means is you know it's i'm not from a safety standpoint but you know your creativity what you want to have fun with what you want to experiment with and you know i'm thinking from the same page here you know you have a lot of the let's call them the round and brown brigade you know everything must be just a, a classic bowl with you know either a little spigot or a foot or like you said turn completely there are there are a lot of people out out there but you know for those people that want to challenge ourselves and see what we can do and sometimes use wood as a canvas mm. you know, nobody should belittle you for that or be down I'm, I'm a great believer in there shouldn't only be one way of doing something mm. there should be many ways of doing something because if not then it would get pretty boring wouldn't it you know yeah, and, and 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 this is the way we express ourselves by doing things like wood, you know, turning these things and these bowls and that. So there shouldn't be, well, you've got to do it like this. That's just wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, I think that's it, though. It's about 
the self-expression. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what makes making so interesting because it's each person's take on whatever they're doing. Just going for a second, I think we've got feedback. I'll mute you till we finish talking then. So try that again now. Yeah, so in in uh, in universities, you know, debate and discussion, you know, is so so uh, much a key part of you know uh, the evolution of ideas. That's how things evolve by discussion and debate. Yeah. So if you're doing something in your workshop or on your lathe and it gets people talking, good or bad, it is evolving. Yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a, a quote: once an idea is out there. It's out there forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good or bad, it's out there. Good or bad, it's out there. And you might follow you around for the rest of your life. <laughs> evolved us, you know, as as artists, as a as a race, as you know, mankind. It evolved. Yeah. Um. So tell us something that the maker community doesn't know about you. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't keep any secrets, really. Everyone, I'm transparent, you yeah. know. I, I, I like to uh, share everything with everyone. I suppose the only thing... Um, oh, apparently you like fishing. Fishing? Yeah. Who says that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I used to do fishing. I used to. Yeah. Uh, I don't have time nowadays. Uh, I like, you know, I like to do metal detecting, but everyone knows that I do metal detecting. Um, You're accident prone. Yes, yes, I am accident prone. Right, keep going with the those. List, the list is growing. Go <laughs> on, anyone else? Tell us. <laughs> Wayne Bigfoot said it's a false beard. No, that hurts if I do that. Right, my middle name is Graham. There you go. Right. After, um, after my dad's dad, my granddad. Right, cool. So there you go. No one knows that. But I'm <laughs> proud of that. I'm not one of these that hides my middle name. I'm proud to, to be named after my granddad. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm quite right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Even if his name was Sissy, I'd still be proud of that. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, grandparents are quite special, aren't they, in yeah. most people's lives. So. Did you inherit any skills from him? Um, my dad's dad was, um, he was an engineer. Mm. So maybe that's where I've got my fascination of nuts and bolts from. Mm. Um, and welding and things like that, you know. Um my mum's uh, dad was, he was a scout leader for oh. 40 years or something like that. So, you know, I've got kind of picked both of them off there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Just said maybe you're biking also. Oh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. I don't know. <laughs> Not the right look. All right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I was going to have my, see, my daughter usually braids my hair. All this is usually braided because it's quite long. And then she shaves the sides for me. But no, look how great it is. <laughs> Why I shave it. <laughs> so, 
so, um, got any other questions you'd like to ask? Uh, well, yeah, uh, it's just one that I like to ask you. If if you could only, you know, uh, so like because I'm, you know, predominantly a, a wood turner, you know, if you could only turn one thing for the rest of your life, what would you love to turn the most? Um, bowls, bowls. Just, just resin bowls, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, resin bowls, resin bowls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. um, how tall are you? I'm five foot nine. Five foot nine. Has anybody else got any questions they'd like to ask? Um, I'm just going to have a quick look in the comments. Um, there's been somebody's put. Uh, sneaks wall art. I agree with all that's been said, but at first of all, I saw professional woodworking. I was looking at my work, uh, thinking, is it any good? But the response I got from other makers after a few years, uh, I finally started to have confidence in what I was making and continue to do so. Yeah, yeah, right. Never give up. Journey. Never give up. Yeah, people, people work at different speeds. They, they learn skills at different speeds. Uh, they have different abilities, different skill sets. You are capable of everything and anything. Always believe in yourself and never give up. And, uh, yeah, and for the haters and trolls out there, they're not working well. At, no. if you, last time, critics don't count. Yeah. If you look at uh, Sneak's uh, pictures on his Instagram, mm -hmm. um He's really good at what he does. He's, some of his some of his artwork is just brilliant. I was actually talking to him the other day because I'm going up to do a Beard Invades uh, in his workshop. Um, this this new series I'm working on. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm nearly at the end of season one now, so Sneak and a couple of others left to do. Uh, but, yeah, he's, uh, some of the stuff that he does is brilliant. I've just followed him, so I'll look at that. Yeah, you you uh, you keep doing what you're doing. Um, there's some other questions. What size are your flags? What size? Yeah, no, he's got flags up on his uh, hanging from the roof. All right, these are I would say these are six by fourteen, something like that. Okay, because okay. there's uh, Jen woodworking things, so she'll send you a US one. Cool, cool. Uh. Why unicorns? Unicorns, right. So we touched on this before we started, didn't we? Um, I think, as far as I can remember, there was something I said or something I did in Primark with my youngest boy. Um, when we get together and we go out shopping, clothes shopping or whatever, uh, we're a complete nightmare because we'll just try on all the clothes men's or women's we don't care we'll have some fun about it and we'll record it as well yeah. so, um it, my son will try and embarrass me and i'll embarrass him and neither of us get embarrassed at all oh. so it kind of gets out of control so there was something that happened with a unicorn and i can't put my finger on it but it's kind of sparked off this unicorn thing from all around the world to be honest yeah. <laughs> They're just everywhere, you know. I've got them up here, look. <laughs> the back there, they're from uh, Michigan. So, you know. But I love them anyway. He's got <laughs> a 
sticker boards up there. I've got three in total. I've run out of space on this one. So I've started on the 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 bandsaw is completely full. Yeah. Uh, I've just started on a third, which is this one. Oh right, okay. So that will that will go up somewhere. There's literally hundreds and hundreds of stickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one of ours. Uh yeah, I think I have. One of ours. Can you see yours on there? Uh, I can't see it from here, no. Well, if you've not, let us know and we'll send uh, Yeah. Send yeah. Okay. Um, so where else, have, what else have we got? Um, a couple of people asking if they're going to Harrogate. Steve Twydell said, I know you are Cheryl's primary carer, but what jobs did you have before becoming her carer? I, I worked for immigration, so um, my job was to collect um, illegal immigrants from ports, um, lorry parks, police stations, wherever they've been um, caught, uh, and take them to a removal centre or a prison. So I've been to literally every prison in the in the country. Um, also part of the job was to take them and put them on an airplane and make sure they got back to where they came from and I'm don't, i don't mean that in any racist way because you know saying i'm putting you on a plane so you can go back to where you come from is the real job that we did it, it isn't a racist thing so i just want to get that out there <laughs> you know so because someone's got to do it someone's got to you know do these things but um, um, yeah, I've been a doorman. Um, I worked for a security company where I was, um, you know, doing events, uh, extraction teams for events and things like that. I still actually volunteer for the security company where I go in and I um, I teach them um, how to look after themselves against violent people, yeah. that sort of thing. So, but I do that purely to keep myself a little bit fit <laughs> yeah. about once a month i think yeah that's an interesting background isn't it, is, it? it is yeah very very interesting yeah story. well it's it's been really enlightening talking to you because we didn't really know you that well um we just knew a little bit about you and obviously we'd heard about you and seen videos but it's as I say often, it's really good knowing a bit more about the person behind the YouTube channel mm. and or the Instagram account. And yeah, it, I hope that we'll get to meet you again and uh, we'll have a, have a catch up. Indeed, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I missed you guys at Maker Central. Well, I didn't. I saw you, but I was too busy on the um, the gorilla stand to get away. Yeah. But I see you guys there. So hopefully, uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that'll be real cool. So, uh, it's been yeah, just to sort of like cap off what Nicola was saying, it has been fascinating listening to you, Rich. Uh, and, uh, I have, I have, I've listened to some of your wood turning videos and things, uh, and you know, it is interesting. But the, the one I listened to wasn't sped up 60 times. Uh, <laughs> 
which which was good. So uh, I was able to listen to what you did, and you were doing like the uh, taking the innards out of a big pen and putting them in your own turned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was cool. Yeah, 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 that was interesting. I've started uh, to kind of dabbling with the voiceovers now. Now I've figured out how to do it on my computer. Yeah. Um, then I will be doing more because I've had a lot of good feedback from those voiceover that voiceover video. Yeah. Um, but the, the voiceover ones are going to be more instructional, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's not just the case. Oh, here's a, I'm I'm doing this, but I I want to I want to use it as a instructional video. Yeah. So so and I think being doing a voiceover. Uh, you've got no distractions of noises from the fan and all that sort of stuff. Have you just, you know, you and you can kind of talk really, really relaxing, if you know what I mean. Um, I, think one, didn't we? Um, I can't remember which one it was, but that was quite good. Yeah, because yeah. I thought to describe to you what was coming up, and then we recorded that section, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. You, you'd say, All oh, right, what we did here, and then that, that sort of like prompt me, and I go. Oh yeah, I remember now, and then I was yeah. able to explain yeah. what we were doing. But, yeah. yeah, it was good. We should be more. Yeah. Well, mm. it's been really lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for being our guest tonight. Yes, and thank, thank you very much, Cheryl, for uh, jumping in <laughs> and uh, letting your your hubby I know is very precious to you. You <laughs> as well. Uh, thanks for letting him hang out. So, Rich, by all means, uh, stay. Uh, with us, and you can jump in if you want to shout any suggestions or yeah. uh, if people have got further questions, they can, of course, uh, ask them and direct them to Rich, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but if, if you do have to jump uh, and maybe, you know, Cheryl needs you for something, that's perfectly cool. If you've got to go, you've got to go. Uh, but yeah, we're going to get on with our segment. Yeah. So, I'm just. Could you possibly mute yourself at your end? I think there's a little bit of feedback, and then if you need to jump in, you can unmute. Um, you've gone now. <laughs> okay. Oh, there I am. Uh, can you mute yourself, or shall I mute you at this end? Oh, there you go. Great, wonderful. Right, it was yeah. just a bit of feedback, I think. So okay, but yeah, if. Uh... He can still hear us, can't he? He can hear us and he can he can then chip in. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. If you need to jump in or you want to jump in, Rich, uh, yeah, just uh, come on board. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you so much, mate. So. Well, that was cool. Every was. week. Oh, we love it, don't we? We do. I love it's... listening to everybody we have on. You know, it's a different story. Yeah. There are. Uh, Commonalities. Yeah. There are, and uh, you'll never get away from them. And it's what makes the maker community so amazing, and that's why we get on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, but it's great, you know, listening to because uh, we often say, "Oh, you know, these people going around and uh, having their own little lives." But you know, what goes on behind yeah. closed doors? Yeah. And doing this podcast, you know, we're getting to know little bits about so many different amazing people. And, you know, to hear, you know, Rich, you know, he's had this very interesting uh, array of jobs and, you know, quite intense and, you know, you know, can be can be dangerous at times, mm -hmm. you know, you know, security and working the doors and immigration officer, yeah. you know. Yeah, but fucking, there's lots of stories to yeah, tell. Yeah, he has got <laughs> lots of stories. Uh, mm -hmm. And 
you know, it's it is fascinating. It blows my mind to think that, you know, everybody we have on, uh, and I'm sure everybody we yet to have on, you know, just shares this little slice of their their life, and it's fascinating. Every yeah. week, it's fascinating. Yeah. Well, it's it's those stories, and mm. um, I was I've been reading a few things uh, on someone's blog, and because I keep thinking about climate change with all these things going on, and it's not kind of what you think. Oh, it's my little version of it. Yeah. But um, this this woman was talking about how um, everything is so capitalist and consumer, yeah. and how back in the day, you know, going back to the Stone Age, people were hunter-gatherers mm. because they had to to survive, whereas now we're hunter-gatherers going to the Trafford Centre or the shops yeah. and buying all this stuff that a lot of the time we don't need. Um, and we're kind of losing a lot of um, connection to each other. But what we're also losing are the stories yeah. that people used to tell because yeah. now people don't tell the stories. So you know how there used to be that sort of culture of stories being passed through tribes and from one generation to another, yeah. a lot of that's gone. And that yeah. I don't know where I'm going to go with that, but it was just something I've looked at today and I thought, wow, that's really interesting that we're losing these sorts of stories. Well, can I just sort of like jump in on that and just where we were last night? Yeah. We were at uh, Bridgewater Hall yeah. in Manchester, which home of the Halle Orchestra, and we listened to a, an, an amazing uh group of vocalists called Fisherman's Friends from uh down in Cornwall. Mm. Uh was it Port Isaac? Yeah, Port Isaac. Port yeah. Isaac. Uh and the sea shanties, although it was a way of getting the work done and it was rhythmical and you know on certain parts of the song they'd be heaving and pulling and but interlaced stories yeah you know uh yeah, yeah. billy o'shea you know was made to climb the mast and he fell to his death you know that became a sea shanty mm. to bolster the men into getting the job done but there was an element of you know a true story behind that sea yeah. shanty and yeah we are losing all that you know people sat around campfires well we're so. losing it because of this <laughs> <laughs> tapping into you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not me. <laughs> no, I know, but hmm. um, yeah. So it's uh, just something I shall ponder over the next few days. Anyway, I'm sure there'll be a blog about I it. I think I've started a blog. <laughs> right. So, so um, we went to Staffordshire on Friday, our first Friday demo. Yeah, first Friday demo. It was uh, it was it was a good turnout. That wasn't it. It was. Uh, a lovely wood turning club. Again, they were very kind to us and helpful. Yeah, they were great. They were great, uh, and they were they were so polite. And uh, I think I think it was a full house, wasn't it? You know, ultimately, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, obviously new turners there, intermediates and wood turners that have been doing it, you know, for many many decades. So it was great. So uh, I did some turning. Uh, and some carving and colouring, and I used uh, for the first time the chestnut iridescent paints. Now yeah. I've used the Joe Sonia's ones in the past, uh, but I got some of the chestnut iridescent paints, uh, and so I thought, yeah, it's the first time I'm talking to Terry from Chestnut, 
you know, he said, oh, you know, he used to love using something for the first time on a demo because you're sharing that experience yeah. and it could go south very quickly. Uh, so, you know, I was applying these iridescent colours, so I can't see how they're going on. So obviously the, with the camera setups and the, and the screens and the, you know, TVs that these wood turning clubs have now, I was able to say, is that working, guys? And they say, oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, right, right. well, I think it needs to go on heavier. Yeah. So I was putting a bit more on. So with that audience interaction, you know, like I say, it's the first time and I've used them now. So I know how I, how I need to apply them to get the effect that I want. But it was good. So I used them for the first time. Uh, you said the very vibrant, lovely yeah, colours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've, uh, I've, yeah, used them and liked them. So it's another, it's another product to use uh, and get great results from. So mm. that was that was a good demo. Uh, yeah, and they even so like they would not leave until we we were in the car and we started the engine. I know we had to leave before they. Yeah, no, no, we're not leaving you, love. <laughs> no, in this dark car park in Stafford. So yeah, uh, and so yeah. It was great. It was a lot of fun. So thank you guys in West Staffordshire. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was. It was. It was a good night. First Friday demo. Yeah, that was a culture shock. The demo oh. was great, but I thought can't mind. Ah, yeah. So most people are out, you know, getting ready to go to the pub or you know to visit mates or do whatever, and we're travelling to do a demo. You know, that's what you got to do. Yeah. You know, it's work, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, that was great. So what happened then on Saturday? We were going to tell people about the you-know-what. Not yet, no. All right, okay. Um, yeah, we, we had a, a day in Derbyshire, didn't we? Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say we went to we went to this place called Tag Lane Dairy. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually in, I think it's pronounced Moniash or Monyash. I'm not sure, but mm -hmm. I call it Moniash. Um, it's near Bakewell, and it's ice cream and coffee. And it's a raw milk dairy. Um, and we needed some lunch, didn't we? So we yeah. had paninis, yeah. we had cake. And I think I had the best latte I've ever had. It was really nice. And so I, and my, we're going my, back pot, there. my pot, pot of tea was really nice as well, you know. Yeah. The whole thing just smacked of pride and passion, didn't it? Yeah. It it's obviously really a working good. farm and they've diversified and opened this cafe there and they sell all their own. Uh, produce. produce and obviously but do you know how much four litres of milk is 20 pounds 19 pounds something <laughs> i could i looked at it but it must be very special milk it's obviously not your your run of the mill yeah, but it's, it's um good. yeah it was 20 pounds for four litres wow yeah but i suppose if if let's say you're into you know uh cooking yeah you know and you're a, a quality chef you know that milk must be something special. Yeah, yeah. And you obviously don't just chuck it over your cornflakes, do you? I wouldn't have thought so, unless you're worth a few quid. Yeah. And you've got one of them Sunseeker bloody yachts that Rich <laughs> was talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, we got yeah four hundred quid worth of milk on my cornflakes, but my bolts worth four million. But it was That's really epic. good. It was really good, and they do ice cream as well. But we didn't have any, did we? When we'll have some next time. Yeah, next time I yeah. wanted cake. I've seen the cake and. I wanted the cake, but yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I, I don't think we told you, um, I revamped Chris's website, so giving it a bit of a refresh. So if you want to check it out, um, theblindwoodturner.co.uk. Yeah, 
yeah, jumping over. So we've uh... it's it's basically the same website. I've just refreshed it, changed the front page a little bit. I've got a couple of other things I want to do, but yeah, I've just oh, we've put a couple of new pictures on, haven't we? Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. So um, that's cool. Matthew's back. Oh yeah, Matthew's back. My my uh, intern uh, who's studying at Lancaster University. Uh, he's back now from uh, Kowloon, Hong Kong. That's where he's from. That's where the rest of his family still lives. So he'd been back over there uh, and he, he was able to go out and have some amazing food and visit his friends and things like that. But his mum and dad, you know, were uh, keeping an eye on the, the troubles that are happening there. And they were saying, you know, they'd be phoning Matthew saying, you know, uh, mm. to get yourself home now, lads, because it's sort of like a... Uh, curfew. a curfew sort of like that's sort of like unofficially been imposed mm. uh, so he was, his parents were making sure that him and his mates got back but yeah he brought some amazing gifts oh yeah uh, well I've got one here yeah. um, if you don't know I really like Hello Kitty um, and that was I've got two of these it's like a little saucer um, with Hello Kitty on mm. um, we've got some a little a uh, spoon and fork set, two sets of those. Yeah. Um, you brought us some beautiful uh, biscuits and confectionery. Yeah, they were really nice. Uh, so that, you know, tr traditional Chinese biscuits and confectionery. Yeah, they were uh, really good. And a, a lovely set of beautiful chopsticks and uh, uh, not the tip, but the top uh had sort of like uh they're sort of like capped with brass or metal yeah, or something yeah. in a presentation box so that was really nice yeah, it's uh, really cool. so yeah that was that was really good because i made i'd made matthew a fountain pen because he loves fountain pens and then we'd also given him a bowl to send home for his mum and dad yeah. uh so yeah they're coming over mm. near christmas at Christmas, yeah. Uh, so they want to come over and visit us, and they've they've made we made a video saying hello to Matthew's mum and dad. Yeah. Uh, and, and they've made a video. They loved for it, us. so they've made a video. But he said he's seen it yet. He's, he's got to edit he's it. He's going to edit it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his uh, his parents are very proud of him, uh, and he's he's a, he's a lovely lad. He's really nice, isn't he? Yeah. When he's here, he's you know he asks if he can help out in the kitchen and things. Well, there was he made a really cute video with Bamba. I don't know whether I played it for you. No. Um, I need to have to play it for you. But yeah, he filmed Bamba and he said, "Oh, I love you, Bamba." It was really he sweet. He does love. Yeah. He does, doesn't he? Matthew loves you. Yeah, because uh, real estate is very expensive. A lot of it is you know vertical for a thousand feet in Hong Kong. You know, uh, having a dog like Bamba would be a, yeah. a bit of a big ass. I think he'd love a Callum. dog like Bamba. Yeah, he, he does love Bamba. And uh, he brought Bamba uh, a couple of toys. Oh. And, <laughs> and one of them, Bamba, does not does not put it down for hours and hours and hours. It's his favourite thing yeah. ever. And yeah. uh, he dropped it behind the TV before Bamba. And I was making tea. And... I heard this noise and then I heard Bamba bark, which was he saying, you know, come and get this toy for me. I can't get it. And he'd been behind the TV, managed to pull all the power cables and AV cables out the back of the TV. The telly wasn't working. It was cockeyed on an angle. There's bits on the floor, the remote controls and the 
and the phone were on the floor, so he'd been panicking, Bamba. <laughs> can't get the toy, can't get the toy, and it had rolled under the TV stand. Well, it rolled under where you sit, under the sofa as well the other day. Yeah. And I was upstairs and Bamba started barking. I thought, because we had, um, the, the window cleaner had come as well, so I thought he was barking at the window cleaner. Yeah. But eventually I went down and he was just sat there looking at the sofa and I realised that the ball had gone underneath. Mm. So, but, but he, he loves absolutely it. loves it. He loves it and we don't know why he loves it so much. No, but, but he does. <laughs> And it was funny yesterday as well. We went to see Fisherman's Friend and Friends. Mm. And because um, it was music and also potentially a little bit loud, um, Bamba stayed with the security team. And I think one of them went on patrol with him. And Bamba was well, really yeah. tired, wasn't he? He was exhausted. <laughs> yeah, we came out of the, the theatre. Well, no, sorry, the auditorium. Yeah. Uh, and obviously we... We got reintroduced to Bamba and he's dead excited and he's like, oh yeah, my mum and dad and all that lot. And then as we're walking back to the car, he's back in his harness, so he's working and he's walking very slow and methodically and he was exhausted. <laughs> and when we got home, we didn't hear a peep out of him no. and then we went to bed and it was getting on, wasn't it? It yeah, was, gone, it was yeah. gone midnight and Bamba got in, in, his, uh, in his bed on the landing just outside our bedroom. Nothing. Yeah, he just got funny. straight away. He was he was knackered. Yeah, so he'd, he'd been on <laughs> he'd been on patrol, and it's funny because when we were there last year for a concert, and we came out because they they took him for a walk. Then the security staff, uh, we, we were walking back to the car, and this homeless lady went, "All right, Bamba, how are you doing?" <laughs> so all these homeless people <laughs> been hanging out with Bamba. Uh, so yeah, he's here now. Because we're talking about you, pal. Yeah, keep mentioning your voice. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was tired yesterday. Um, Can I just ask you a question, guys? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, my wife has got an aid dog, mm. and the amount of people that just rush straight up to him, even though he's got his um, his vest on, mm. well, it's like a harness that says assistance dog. His yeah. collar says it. The amount of people that just rush straight up to him and start fussing him when he's supposed to be at work is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. are not educated enough, are they? To you know, no. no. I, I I tell them if 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 I'm working with Bamba uh, and people, you know, they they're giving it the whole. All right, boy, how are you doing? I go, excuse me, you're not supposed to do that. And, you know, they go, oh, why? Oh, I didn't know. And I say, well, he's working with me. I'm blind. We're trying to. Accomplish a task and try to get somewhere safely, and you're distracting him. Yeah, you know, it, it's not allowed. And most people said, "Oh, well, I didn't know." Thanks for letting me know. And if mm. I ever, you know, see another guide dog, uh, you know, we know now. So there, there is a huge lack. Mm. Of mm. I mean, we, we get funny if people said, like we had a we went to the supermarket this afternoon, and um, somebody said, "Oh, come on, little girl, stroke your dog," and mm. You know, if it's kids, you just want to say yes because yeah, well, you can tell them a bit about Bamba, don't and you? A bit about guide dogs and things. But yeah. it has to be when I'm at a standstill. Yeah, yeah. If I'm stood and I'm in a queue and I've dropped his harness and we're just waiting, there's, there's nothing going to happen. So if someone says, oh, what a beautiful dog and we've paid into guide dogs for 30 years, can we say hello? Yeah, by all means. And thank you so much for all your hard work raising money. 
These dogs ain't cheap, you know. You know, fifty-one thousand pound bamba. You know, so you can't be nasty to these people because they could say, right, well, sticky donations right up your jacksy. So yeah, if you're if you're out there, and the easiest way to put it, if you are working or your wife is working with with her assistant dog, and people come over and interact very nicely, tell them that ain't allowed really. So. Uh, Obviously, you don't want to start a situation. But she does. She tells people, but a lot of people just get funny with her. You know, yeah. he, he's there doing a job because yeah. he tells her when she's going to have a seizure. Yeah. He tells her when to take her tablet. Yeah. And that's his. That's and obviously, if she drops something, he'll pick it up for her. But that's it. That's his. That's his job. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I just ask? Because uh, I don't. I don't know much about what you'd call an assistant dog. So did, did Cheryl have to go away and be trained? No. <clears throat> no, he's a, he's a border collie yeah. and he's highly intelligent. And we had him as a puppy. Mm. And one day, I mean, he's always been very, you know, if you say, Bear, pick that up, pass it to me, he'll pass it to you. Mm. He'll pick up her phone, he'll pick her wallet up, he'll, he'll go and get his own lead. He will go and shut the front door if the front door's open, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just crazy. He's reincarnated, I think. But anyway. Um, and she, he he kept licking her, her ear one day. Mm. She couldn't understand what was going on, and then she had a seizure. Mm. And then the next time, he come and he licked her ear again, and she had another seizure. And yeah. about about ten times this happening, she realised the dog knows mm. about twenty minutes before she's going to have a seizure. So now she takes a tablet. Um, well, they're not working lately, but you know, she'll take a tablet. She took a tablet and then she wouldn't have a seizure. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we've got him his harness because he's an assistant dog. Whether or not he's trained by a special company, he assists yeah. my wife in a, yeah. a really valuable way. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's he needs to be able to go into Tesco's and into all these places she needs to go in case. Yeah. He says that she's going to have a seizure, so that's all I was asking anyway. <laughs> so. No, no, no. Your wife's quite right. Saying to people, no, don't distract him because while they're fussing him, he's you know, yeah, he's he's he's, dropping, you know, he's he's not doing what he's uh, meant to be doing when he's out and about, mm. and he's got his vest on and whatnot. So. Mm. Oh no, carry on telling people. If people take the hump, that's their hang up, not yours. Yeah. Well, we went to Yandall's on the first day, and there was a lot of old people there. You know, Ooh. the first the Fridays, a lot of old people. And he was just so confused because he could sense there was a lot of pain there, a lot of people that are, that that were, you know, old and maybe had uh, problems. Ooh. So he got really confused, you know. <laughs> but anyway, okay, sorry, guys, I, I hijacked it. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. No. Um, your wife said we trained him to help me. He will fetch Richard from the garage if I need him. I've always trained hunting dogs, so Bear was easy to train. Oh, that's cool. That's a nice name as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, collies are awesome dogs. We used to we had collies, but uh, as kids growing up, we had uh, rough collies, old same as Lassie. Uh, but they they were awesome. But you know you can't go far wrong with a a working dog, a gun dog, a sheep dog. Right, I'm just having a look. Um, 
Christine says she's going to sneak in. Um, I'll tell you what that means later. I think, because I'm just scrolling backwards here. Yeah. Um, I think she's coming to one of the clubs. Um, I've got to ask you something. All right. Okay. Um, he just wants coffee or water when he goes to visit. Uh, I can't. This, this, when I'm scrolling up and people are adding comments, it scrolls right, back okay. down. So yeah. then I end up not knowing where I'm up to. Um, when he goes to visit. Uh, so where was that question? Oh, she likes, Christine likes the website. Uh, Chris is coming to West Sussex in Storrington. Yeah, um, that's on the Sunday. Mark Shop Dog Workshop says, what T-shirt should I get? I'm torn between I've got wood and keep on turning. Well, uh, the the both the both great, but uh, yeah, the I've got wood. Obviously, there's some risque uh, connotations with that, uh, so it's a double on torn. So yeah, yeah, it's up to you, man. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. I personally don't wear my I've got wood if I'm going anywhere where there's kids about. Yeah, you know, it's more sort of like a adult humour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but entirely up to you. Entirely up to you. Get them both. <laughs> so um, it's half past eight now. So okay. we're sort of approaching, well, nearly the end of the podcast. Yes. So as we've started doing, we'll open up the podcast to a gate crasher. So it's first come, first served. If you don't know what gate crashing is, you let me know um, if you want to come live. You have to come live on the um, podcast and I will put the link in the chat um, and then you click on it and I'll add you in like we've got Rich in as well. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a great idea, isn't it? Hey, yeah. yeah. I've, been, I've been doing this in my Tuesday night lives. Have you? I've started inviting random people into um, into my life. I think it's great because, uh, you know, Cheryl doesn't have to focus on all the, because Cheryl's usually my glamorous assistant. She oh. doesn't have to focus on all that. So other people, I mean, I usually have JP. He's kind of a regular, to be honest, because yeah. yeah. he, he reads the comments and stuff to take the strain off Cheryl a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's usually JP and, and a couple of others. <laughs> it's quite hard because, you know, trying to keep track on what we're asking you read the comments and mm. yeah i i was thinking because i i saw um on some of your videos that you know you had more than one person on and i thought yeah in some respects it would be good to have someone else looking at the comments mm. especially when we do the interview bit um because I, I miss so much um so yeah so uh anybody want to get crash Come on, folks. <laughs> Come on down. Come on down. You know, you know that that saying, you know, everybody in their life has that 15 minutes of fame. Come yeah, on. This is five minutes. This is five minutes of fame. Um, and also just to remind you that for the um podcast, I think it'll be the before Christmas one. Um, we're going to do uh, oh turn. Borg's going to gate crash. Oh, yeah. um, turn the tables. We're gonna do turn the tables. Um so I'll just put the link in for you. Chris. Um, Wayne the Wood, actually, Borg and Wayne the Wood Turner, why don't you both come on then? Um, sorry, right, go on. Yeah, yeah, go on <laughs> I'll just ask you a, a question, Chris. Yeah. Um, are you ever going to do, or have you done, have I missed it, um, 
a video on how you personally have to how you cope with wood turning i mean i was talking to andy heel Mm -hmm. uh, way before Maker Central last year, and he said about this guy that's blind and he does wood turning. I was like, no way, yeah, no yeah. for one second. But then he was telling me about the ways that you deal with things. Yeah, yeah. And, um, do you think you'll ever do a video on that? Because Andy mentioned yeah. string and things like that. Your dream come true when Matthew comes this Thursday to film my YouTube video. I shall do it then. So this Thursday, I will record a video, uh, how do I do things and why do I do things the way that I do? Well, uh, I'll, share, I'll share it out because I've told loads of people about you. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I will I will do a video uh, and it will be a an insight into how blind uh, are able to do what they do. More importantly, how I'm able to do it and my thought processes and how yeah. I'll it's funny because I explain it. Just going to move for the minute. If that's okay, because uh, we've got feedback. Right. We'll be. I'll be with you in a sec. So yeah, Rich, we'll film that this Thursday. How I what I do? I don't share it out. I'll share it out. Then. Okay. Right. <laughs> It's way in. Way in. Oh, yeah. Wayne, turn, your, turn your, uh, your mic down, mate, or your volume. Wayne's a regular um, guest on my show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right, Rich, I'm just going to mute you for a while, then hopefully that will help. Um, so let's see. So we've got Wayne the Wood Turner. Evening, guys. Evening. Hi, and we've got Kurt Borg 3D. Hi, yeah. Kurt. Hi. So hopefully, if there's any problem with the sound now, just let us know and we'll do it one at a time. But um, hopefully it sounds all right. So, um, but yeah, let, let us know in the chat if there's a problem. So then, Kurt, how are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. I've been following your stream. It's been very interesting. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's wonderful to have you here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself and who you are. Yeah, don't ask too much because he's on, on the 11th of November. Yeah, okay. Um, basically, um, yeah, I'm just a maker from Malta, really. Um, I make a lot of different stuff. I make uh, 3D printed stuff, props, woodworking. But, yeah, just a little bit of everything. Well, uh, I don't know uh, if I've, well, I tell people, but we went for our, our Christmas holiday to Malta in 90, about 1981. Oh, okay. Uh, and I remember when we went to uh, the cliffs where they filmed the milk tray advert, what's it called? The Blue Grotto or something around there. Yeah. Yeah, it was snowing. I, I think that is the last, the first and last time it ever snowed in Malta. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Probably. We couldn't believe it. And, uh, but it was a beautiful holiday and it's a great place. And yeah, we did, we did, because uh, it's not a huge island, is it? So No, it's actually tiny. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was great. We had a lot of fun and we took our grandma with us. Uh, so we spent a week there over Christmas, but 
uh, yeah, fascinating place. So much history uh, for yeah. all archaeology buffs and uh, yeah, and we I think we we jumped over to Gozo as well for a bit, but Gozo. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, in fact, actually, last uh, May in Maker Central, there were quite a couple of makers who wanted to organize something like a makers get together in Malta. But the thing is, everyone has to fly to the island to get there. So oh. I don't know what's going on with that. But it would be cool to have everyone here, though. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to go to Wayne. So I'm going to come back to you in a minute and ask you what you've been making recently. But sure. I've got to Wayne now. So hi, Wayne. Yeah. How hey, are you? Chris. Hi, man. You all right? Yeah, wonderful. Thanks. Yourselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're great. Thank you. Yeah, Kurt. Sorry to hear about your dog. Yeah, we're very sorry. Oh. About yeah, these things happen. The amount of dogs I've had over the years, it happens with the regular. Yeah. Oh, what's the word? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it's happened. It's gone. It's passed. Okay, I'll so what what else have you been up to? Right at the moment, I'm pleased I've come on. Gives us a chance to talk about this. Um, there's this guy I know over in Ireland. Uh, you might have heard of him, uh, Steve. I think it's Twiddles, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so he, he's doing this um, creative van type thing where um, oh, I, I don't know. He keeps on waffling on about it. Anyway. All joking aside, Steve is making a creative van. He's bought a caravan. He's converting it into a workshop, which actually looks amazing at the moment. Um, to help along with this, we were watching um, Nick, the Flame and Turner, mm. on Saturday night uh, on his live program. And somebody mentioned fruit and... <laughs> doing something for the creative van. So it came about that uh, Steve's going to do an auction at Christmas. Mm. Uh, he wants lots and lots of makers to make pieces of fruit, pieces of veg, things like this. They're all going to get auctioned off, and the funds are going to go towards supporting the creative van. Right, okay. um, I've done the fruit bowl. I did the fruit bowl this morning video this morning and it's out on video now on YouTube um, it's a fairly big fruit bowl well more of a dish um, out of sycamore that's just for Leona but she's already gone so it doesn't matter anyway I've done the fruit bowl uh, if people want to donate pieces of fruit um, get in touch with me I'll send out my address um, they can send it all to me. It's all going to go into the fruit bowl, and Steve's going to auction it off at Christmas, and hopefully make some funds for the creative van. This is something that Steve is wanting to do full time. At the moment, he's a teaching assistant working with uh, kids with special needs, and he wants to do more of that as a full time job, giving them life skills helping them uh, create things. Steve's not just a woodturner. Basically, Steve's another guy like uh, the beard is. He does basically anything that he can do. Um, the van is going to have uh, wheelchair access. 
Um, he's got all the benches in at the moment. He's got a lathe in there at the moment. He's going to have loads of other stuff in there. Um, and yeah, I just want to get people to get involved. Come along, make a simple piece of fruit. It doesn't matter what you do it out of. You can do it out of wood. You can do it out of metal. Somebody suggested today that they were going to knit a banana. Brilliant. <laughs> make it out of anything. Yeah. Get in touch with me on Facebook, uh, on Instagram. Uh, send me a message. I'll send out my address. Send us the, the piece of work. And we'll get it done. Okay. Well, you'll do one, won't you? Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll chuck something. I'll, in I might even make something if you don't have to wood turn it. Um, I can make. Something. No, you don't have to wood turn it. It, it. Like I say, it can be done out of anything. Cool. Awesome. Well, that's great. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, wonderful that way. And thank you. Very important cause. Uh, and yeah, uh, great, great. Uh, guy steve uh for doing what he's doing so yeah i've i've got to speak to steve uh to give him some hints and things about making it uh accessible as well for the blind and visually impaired so uh that's awesome uh yeah it's inclusive of all disabilities and uh whatnot so yeah cool yeah. thanks wayne awesome, thank you very mate. much that's great no problem um seems to be talking about myself for a time yeah. <laughs> well, if there's <laughs> well, if you let me have the link, I'll put it in the podcast notes as well. Yeah, no problem. I'll do that. Okay, awesome. cool. So let's go back to Kurt. This is good doing it. Yeah. Right. Oh, can't unmute your guest. Oh, do you, oh, you unmuted? Right. Hi, Kurt. We're back. <laughs> so, um, what have you been making recently? Uh, recently, I've been a bit uh, in a bit of a scramble to get a lot, of, a lot of projects done because I'm going abroad in two days, uh, spending a couple of days in Poland with my friends. Um, so I've got a lot of things to do. But I think the latest project I've done, which I filmed, and uh, it was uh, like a sword bag. I've got those foam swords back behind me. Yeah, yeah. And I made like a sword bag for them. I was sewing and everything. So it was very good to get into sewing as well. That's cool. That's cool. So it's all well with you because we saw you um, at Maker Central, mm -hmm. didn't we? And we chatted quite. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have and we had uh, a great chat with Kurt in the uh, yeah in the hotel. Mm. Yeah, uh, I haven't forgotten uh, my my promise to make a make something for you guys. I still got your pictures, <laughs> and I still have to cast them in resin, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh, it's fine. Uh, I just, no yeah, everybody in the maker community. He's busy, busy, busy. So yeah, just when you get round to it, Kurt, that's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. I definitely will. Hopefully by by November, I will. Once I come back from Poland, it'll be fine. Twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well, it's it's been great having so many people on. Um, thank you very much to Wayne and Kurt for gate crashing. Yeah. So when 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 are you on, Kurt? Our eleventh of November. Eleventh of yeah. November. Uh, so anyway, let me ask, what's the weather like in Malta at the moment? Actually, it's been raining all day. <laughs> it's unbelievable. There was a Scottish guy at work who came to visit. It got the rain with him. Oh. Apparently. Oh. <laughs> it, it was almost like 30 degrees a few days ago, Celsius. Uh, but yeah, now it's raining. Uh, a, uh, a family that lived literally a two-minute walk from where I grew up 
they were from Malta. They were called uh, the Copinis. Okay, yeah, Copini. Yeah, uh, and also uh, our local doctor in Eccles, he was uh, Dr. Borg from huh? uh, <laughs> from Malta. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I can say this right or it was something like Busli Sormi Ashantik Basar or something like. That. <laughs> That's not something you should say on, live on, on the internet I don't want know. these people around. I'm, I was alright. Uh, um, I, oh, I, I don't know if I, I should translate it. No, translate no, it if it's no, But as as when we were teenagers and we go around and hang out. You know, you know what teenagers like. Yeah. So, uh, it was yeah, a, li a little bit of Maltese. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell Nicola roughly what it means when we come off air. But sorry, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit of Maltese profanity, but I haven't said that since about 1982. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't expecting to hear it from you of all people, but yeah, <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't. Uh, yeah, these. It, they, it was just he used to. He, that's one phrase he taught us. I don't know why he taught it us, but uh, yeah. But there you go. Nothing. Obviously, nothing meant by it. I was just sort yeah, of like, of course, seeing if I could uh, <laughs> remember it. So. Yeah. So well. Thank you very much to Rich for being our Maker Monday guest today. It's been a pleasure having you on. Um, and I hope everybody's enjoyed uh, listening to you and hearing what you had to say about making today. Um, and thank you to our gate crashers. And thank you to everybody in the chat. Mm. Um, it's been great. I can see that there's been a lot of conversation going on. And um, I think there's stuff going on about doing the fruit and helping out towards the maker van as well. Mm. Um so yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting podcast, um, and it's uh, it's always good to do something slightly different, yeah. having four four screens on yeah. for the first time. Yeah, definitely. So, so uh, a a big uh, a big hug uh, uh, to our gate crashers, a big virtual hug to Kurt. Uh, loved you, man, and hope you have a great time in Poland. Uh, can't yeah. wait to have you on the podcast uh, and. Wayne for a game cracking and giving us some vital information yeah. about that man, uh, Twidel and his uh, <laughs> caravan. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. bother, guys. All right. Uh, and yeah, massive thanks, Rich. Uh, you've, all, welcome, all, you've, you've all earned a lovely drink this evening. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, lots of love to you all. And keep on turning, keep on making, guys. Yeah. And we'll be back next week with Maple Tree Studios. Oh, so my life. <laughs> Not <laughs> deal. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we shall say good night to you all. Yeah. Happy travels. Thanks for watching. Night night. Bye. 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 And ah.